So here we are, all masked up. Oh, sorry, it's me, Cindy. I was saying, here we are, all masked up. The new, at least for the time being, normal. To say it's an odd time is an understatement. Everything is different, upside down, like life is a snow globe and it's been really shaken up. But no point in complaining. Although a little complaining sometimes does release some of the angst. I'm sure there's a hormone and some brain chemistry involved, but I'm not going to look into that now. So I whine once in a while. Mostly I'm just plodding along, plodding ahead, trying to acclimate. I was on a conference call last night. We just have to figure out a way to make that work better. You can't see who's talking, and everyone starts to talk at the same time. Then everybody goes, oh, sorry, you go ahead, and then nobody talks. It's kind of funny, but also kind of annoying, and I'm not sure it's all that productive. I do know that I do an awful lot of eye-rolling during those calls. At least nobody can see me. I have to be way more careful when there's a camera in play. Zoom and the other assorted video chats are more constructive, given that you add the visual, but, you know, eye-rolling can be a problem. It's nice to see people, especially people you're missing, and it also helps organize and manage the conversations, but it still requires new rules. Like, when more than two of you are on a video call, maybe you have to have one person as the traffic director, and people maybe raise their hand or signal that they'd like to say something. Maybe that would help avoid the verbal bottleneck. Also, I suppose the technology is new to a lot of people now, which would explain why almost every Zoom meeting I've been a part of so far goes... You log in at the start time, or a few minutes before, or if you forget a few minutes late, and you spend the first 15 minutes getting assorted cameras and microphones and speakers functioning. Is it on? Can you see us, Franny? Can you see us? Oh, we lost Franny. Oh, she's back. Okay, Franny. Hello. Okay, we can hear you. Can you hear me? And that's how it goes till everybody is on, at least till their Wi-Fi cuts out. That's happened to me, the Wi-Fi cutting out. During yoga, which I have to say we only spend the first few minutes checking in because everybody's pretty Zoom savvy now. But a couple of times, towards the end of class, I'm in some pose or another and Susan is saying, okay, now lift your right leg out to the side and hold it. And as the minutes tick by and my muscles start twitching like crazy and my thigh is screaming, put me down, I realize that Susan is gone. I get out of the pose, I laugh and laugh, and then I do my last few minutes of laying still. It's called Savasana. It's the chill time that ends every yoga session. So this week, I did a Zoom writing workshop, which I thought might help me unplug the creative block that has put the brakes on my doing anything in the realm of writing, painting, coming up with ideas. Normally, my brain's pretty actively throwing out ideas of projects I can sink my teeth into but not these days. I think the anxiety's pretty much thrown the brakes on any of that. So I see that the library is offering a writing workshop, and I'm hoping it's going to be helpful. Worst case scenario, I pretend my Wi-Fi's kicked off, right? The woman running it explains she's going to post a page of writing prompts and where to pick one or more or all of them or none of them if they instead trigger something different. And then we're all going to write for 20 minutes. It's very open. Fact or fiction, poetry or prose, a story, a script, an essay, a monologue, lots of options. The point being, just write something. The list of prompts is totally fun. Wait, wait, let me read some of the words, okay? Wacky, hogwash, hilarious, that's one of my favorite words. Abracadabra, lively, funny, absurd, impish, joking, right up my alley. Ready, set, go. And before I even have time to wonder if I can come up with something, I'm diving right in. I write this short story that begins... You're joking, she said as she walked away. And before the 20 minutes is wrapped up, the story's finished. And I'm like, well, I could have done a victory lap. I was so pleased. 
It's an interesting exercise, really. And once you have the basic idea, it's almost impossible not to write something. There's the theory that if you want to write more, you have to write more. 10, 15 minutes a day, anything. Stream of consciousness, what you dreamt last night, a list of food you want to eat this week. You know, anything. This writing with prompts is good, though. And now Miranda, who did the workshop with me, and I are going to attempt to set up our own Zoom writing workshop. Want to join? I'll post the details on Facebook as soon as we figure them out. But I'm pretty sure I can guarantee it's going to be fun. It could also be a fun thing to do with kids that are getting bored. Give them a list of words to trigger a story that they could write or tell you. Or, if you're really ambitious, send them on a scavenger hunt around the house and then have them write a story about what they found. Of course, if you have kids at home, you might be feeling you're already tired of coming up with ways to stomp out their boredom, and I don't blame you. At this point, I imagine it's like mid-August of summer vacation, where all of you are out of ideas for finding ways to have fun, except it's really only around the time when real summer vacation would just be coming around the bend. That's got to be weird if you're a kid. You've been out of the building for months already. You're most likely still sort of doing school. I know my nephew Mason logs on every day at noon for, well... I'm not sure what they do, but it's supposed to count as the new sort of school time. I can still call up that exact sense memory of the last few days of school. The year didn't make a difference. It was a gleeful anticipation of the end of the structure and the start of the free-for-all that was summer. Even once I had summer jobs, they were surrounded by the glorious open space of free time. Flip-flops and bare feet, staying up late, lots of time for fun with friends, treasure hunts through the library because I was free to read what I wanted. Oh, joy. I've been reading plenty of books since this whole weirdness began. Normally, I lean towards nonfiction in general self-help in particular, but these days, I'm all about fiction. Bestsellers, recommended by friends, even written by friends, to that end. Maddie Dawson just released her new book, A Happy Catastrophe, which is the follow-up to her equally fun and charming Matchmaking for Beginners, which I also loved. Anyway, at some point, a couple of books ago, I started realizing that the appeal of these stacks of fiction was how they were taking me out of my own present nonfiction, this new normal. And with that, it kind of killed my interest. I appreciate the value in stories that let you see through other eyes and try on other skins and have experiences that are sometimes far outside of what you'll ever have in your own life. But it seems now that our current world situation's already doing that. And that's enough, thank you very much. We're wearing masks, we're staying away from friends and even to varying degrees in physical distances, family and other people we love. We're adopting new habits, hopefully, We're adapting to new behaviors, whether we like them or not. So maybe I'm feeling like escaping with a book is just putting off addressing how I gotta get my brain to click into acceptance. I'm working on finding the place where I can feel that I'm rising to the challenge, that I'm in some way contributing to the common good, or helping in small ways when I see a need, lending support and encouragement, remaining optimistic even sometimes against pretty big emotional odds. And really, it's because I don't have a choice. Or not a good choice. Be okay or don't be okay. Forget about how I'm feeling. How are you doing? You can leave me a message at anchor.fm slash it's me Cindy slash message. Because I'd like to know, are you okay? And what's this like for you? Anchor.fm slash it's me Cindy slash message. I'll be waiting.